I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. Madison Solid Rock, 94.1 JJO and JJO Discover New Music. Our guest this week is Ash Costello. The new album, Half Black Heart, drops March 1st. Very exciting. Uh, the fifth studio Thank album. You. Yes, yeah, I know you guys are probably uh, now just chomping at the bit. You've spent some time, a lot of time on this, and that actually kind of leads me into the first thing I want to chat about, because the release of Half Black Heart is kind of a long time coming, because really the first single dropped in August of 2022. So here we are, a year and a half after that, and now it's being released in its entirety. So let's go back to August. Hurts Like Hell is released. A first new music in three years from the band what were the feelings then and then now given some time here we are now the culmination of all that work and the full album dropping talk about the emotional roller coaster maybe that you've been on i don't even know where to start with that (laughs) um okay i'll start at the top so we didn't really do you know like some bands did their covid masterpiece and like spent covid writing records and like Really took the time to be artists in a in a cave, mm-hmm. being like hermits, you know. <laughs> we did not do that. We did not do anything because we spent a good three or four solid years on tour with In This Moment and Hailstorm. And not to mention the, the decade of touring we did on and off before that. That was like when we got the call that all the tours were canceled, I felt relieved almost. Mm. And I was really happy to go home and um, side miss weddings, birthdays, funerals, holidays, children being born, all kinds of stuff. And I was like, you know what? I deserve some time off. I'm not going to go right into making music or figuring out how we do live stream shows. Or like, I was just like, I'm just going to relax for like a minute. Yeah. So that turned into relaxing for a year. (laughs) And then after that, after I lived some life and did some things, you know, um, we, we went through COVID, my career stopped, you know, I lost a parent, I got married and divorced. So when it came time to write music, I felt refreshed and energized hmm. and recharged, and I felt like I actually had things to write about. So that was just like such a roller coaster. So it went from like fear and anxiety to excitement and, and energy and a fresh perspective. What's different about this record is we spent a lot of time on it, where before we were touring so much, it was like, you get 20 days, make a record, first 13 songs you write are it. This time, for the first time ever, we got to kind of be a lot more picky and throw songs away. Right, right. Try out new things. Yeah, so I'm, I feel really, really good about this record. I mean, I, I don't want to be all Dr. Phil or, you know, inside the actor's studio or artist studio with you, but <laughs> do you feel yeah. maybe... Maybe, or, or just from what I'm gathering this, the most you on a record that, that you've been able to put out because of what has happened in that downtime and, and getting that recharge? Are we seeing as much of Ash as we can, maybe from previously? I mean, yes and no. I, I don't think I'll ever feel content. Hmm. I don't think I'll ever be like, okay, I finished the record. That's me. That's me. That's who I am. Because I'm always evolving. I'm already on to the next thing. I'm already like changed. So but that's a but the album is a snapshot, a perfect snapshot of where I was writing that record. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, totally. Well, again, we're all excited to hear it and and seeing this next uh, step in the musical evolution of New Year's Day. And also, too, we're getting a little bit nostalgic with this because the personnel on this record is something that I think a lot of people are familiar with. Maybe uh, break down for us why this new album is kind of also a step back with who you had make uh, making the album and who is back in the band, if you will. Oh, well, let me tell you all about. 
about it. Um, so <laughs> how do I, gosh, I don't know where to start with these. These are good questions. So in 2015, when New Year's Day finally started getting its first taste of being taken seriously by like festivals and, and industry was when we had our lineup with the Wolf Brothers. Is Jeremy Wolf or Jeremy Valentine and Brandon Wolf, and that's when New Year's Day really found its sound. You know, they were a big part of that. Mm-hmm. And although they were in the band for many years, they decided to leave the band in uh, around 2018, which left me alone writing our record before this Unbreakable, which had its pros and cons. I felt very lost without them, mm-hmm. and so I had to use outside songwriters for the first time, which was an incredible experience. I learned so much. Um, I was privileged enough to work with writers, um, Scott Stevens, Blair Daly, and Mitch Marlowe, who Scott Stevens has a number one with Daughtry as we speak right now. And so just like the best of the best. And I learned a lot, but I don't feel like I captured the New Year's Day sound all on my own. Like I needed those guys with me. And when they came back a year ago and we started writing this record, I really feel like this is New Year's Day, but evolved. Like this was the sound I was trying to get on Unbreakable. So I feel like, wow, what a roller coaster with that. But they were a big part, if not half the part of the writing of this record. Yeah, yeah. The new album, a fifth studio album. So obviously, no, you're not babies to it. You've been in the industry. You've earned your stripes. Was there something maybe in making yes. this album, outside of obviously everything we've talked about, making this album that stood out compared to previous works? Because you've spent countless hours in the studio. You've, you've, you've thousands upon thousands on stage. Yeah. What maybe kind of stood out in this album compared to previous works? Confidence. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. I am on the last record of Breakable because before, okay, so our record before Breakable and Malevolence, I was so green, so green. Mm -hmm. And New Year's Day wasn't really on the map yet. So I was kind of just, wow, just a baby looking back. Then Unbreakable, um, you know, it's my first time with outside songwriters and first time without my band, kind of doing it all on my own. And um, although I'm always confident, I was not really knowing what I was doing. It was more of a learning experience. This album, I went in, Queen Bee, I knew what I wanted, I knew how to get it, I knew how to communicate it, I felt comfortable with everybody I was working with, I felt like they supported my vision, um, I was able to speak up, because before I'd be like, oh, I don't want to offend these amazing songwriters, I won't, I'll, I'll pick my battles, this record I was like, you all know what I bring to the table, so right. we're doing this together, and if I don't like it, I'm going to tell you, I respect you, you respect me, but we're here to for the end goal together and it really felt like a team and it was just I feel so confident. I think that's such a such a great answer, especially for someone who, seeing you before, would never assume that the confidence is not there, whether it's on stage or in interviews or anything like that. Yeah. So being at this point now and that confidence in there, was it an easier process for you? Was it, I mean, I know it's never an easy process, but did you find it maybe more enjoyable along with that confidence? Um, I found it easier. Yeah. For sure. Well, at times easier and at times not easier. I mean, there were times where, you know, I'm sure the producers wanted to just kill me because <laughs> I was, I had learned so, I had learned almost too much right. that I could call out 
everything that was off. Like, I heard stuff that, as producers, they didn't even catch. Yeah. Like, um, things that were off-key that maybe got buried and they didn't hear, but I was like, ooh, something's way off, and we'd go through each track until we found it. Like, oh my god, you're right. I'm like, mm-hmm. I heard it. <laughs> I don't know how, but I heard it. <laughs> I feel like my, I know, I feel like my ears have been trained. I know what to look for. So, <laughs> it was easier and hard at the same time. The new album, Half Black Heart, out March 1st from New Year's Day, uh, the fifth studio album. A confidence there, a, a step in a new direction. Now, I wouldn't say new, but that next level for New Year's evolved. Day. Evolved. Evolved. There's the words. Yeah. See, it, you did learn a lot. Look at <laughs> yeah. that. You stand even getting me. Yeah, I did. Uh, I My love it. My vocabulary expanded. <laughs> I didn't get to that one on the word of the day calendar, but that's right. Evolved, and, and I love that. And I'm so excited for you guys Thank and just you. and just getting more out there. Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7, 941 JJO. I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. Now, this question I ask everyone uh, when we do discover new music, and I'm actually going to kind of rework it for you. I'm testing it out on you because I usually ask if you have a favorite track, and an answer I run into a lot is, oh, it depends on the day, or, you know, there are sometimes like, I love this one. So a favorite track slash, hey, you got to play one song for someone. What one song maybe are you going to pick on this new album that you want them to hear first? I'm going to play vampire yeah that's my favorite one it is it's just so beefy (laughs) and it's catchy and the message is so great and i just think it's a 10 out of 10 flawless song that's my favorite i think that's my favorite new year's day song in like in our entire catalog wow honestly yeah that's i and and i I love that and and i love the the again the confidence you're bringing to that because obviously you guys have a great catalog a fantastic catalog full of unbelievable songs and to uh, uh to have one maybe be now your new favorite in the entire lineup. Uh, I think that's super cool, and, and that's exciting for you guys. <laughs> I feel really good, too. That's a good feeling to have. Right. Because right. I honestly, in my heart, feel like we've grown, um, which is a good feeling. That's so cool. I want to <laughs> share with you, because you'll probably appreciate this. I recently interviewed Rob Halford of uh, Judas Priest. Obviously, I don't need oh, to say. You'd, fuck yeah. see, you don't, I, I know I don't need to leave with from Judas Priest. Everyone knows. But no, he was, I asked him that same question, and he picked uh, he, the song he picked, and he he described it as it's just the audacity of that track, and I'm like, what a beautiful Ooh, way! Which song? Which song? Uh, it was the title track, uh, "Firepower." I'd have to go or what? It, yeah. It's off the new, but I just love that he described. And I, you kind of gave me that same answer with that the beefiness. Oh, it's almost cool. like that audacity of a song to just kind of get you going and beat you over the head and get it. I love it. I'm I love excited. that. I'm going to start saying it that way. For now. Right, right. I mean, if, if who, it's good enough for Rob, it's good enough gave, for all of us. <laughs> who gave that song the right to be that beefy? Right, exactly. I don't know. The audacity of that I song. Don't know. <laughs> Well, again, uh, for everyone, uh, Half Black Heart out March 1st, New Year's Day. Very excited for it. And then I'm sure you guys aren't sitting still. Uh, you're going to be all over the place. What's uh, what's coming up next for you? Next up, we have some secret shows we have, can't announce yet. Oh. Still being locked in. And yeah, and then and that's before our tour with Lacuna Coil. So we're, we're rushing to get some things out there that are pretty sick. Awesome. And um, yeah, and then uh, Lacuna Coil. 
for the month, and then we can't tell you yet the other stuff. You, I wish you would even you. said that. You should have just said that. You should have said no, no comment, and I would have been better. Now we know that there's something amazing coming up, and we just have to wait. Now we just yes. have to wait. Good enough. All right. Yes, I, I love doing that. <laughs> better than nothing. Better than nothing. Uh, congratulations on the new album. Uh, very exciting. Uh, again, half Blackheart. March first, New Year's Day. It's coming to us. Well, before I let you go, Ash, we got to do rapid fire now that the important stuff is out of the way. Uh, sure. uh, we're going to get to learn a little bit more about you. No wrong answers. Just go with your gut, okay? Actually, real quick, before I get to okay. this, I do need to ask. I, I, I'm glad I remembered this. Uh, what is the color red of your hair? It's Luscious Raspberry by Splat or Rock and Roll Red by Manic Panic. Okay, so one, either, of, one of those two, you'll, you'll get close enough. Close enough. I love it. I love it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. A I'm, very appropriate song name. Uh, absolutely. All right. Uh, now that our fashion tips are out of the way, beautiful. Uh, okay, here we go. Mashed potatoes or baked potato? Mashed potatoes. All right. Disco or techno? Disco. Yeah, disco queen. Okay. Uh, soaked, Hell yeah. <laughs> soaked jeans or damp socks? Soaked jeans. Wow. You know a lot. Actually, you know, I think it's been 50-50 on that one. Uh, both are miserable, but all right. Soaked jeans. Yeah. Would you rather see Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster? Ooh, Loch Ness Monster. Now, question for you. Have you ever had any weird uh, Bigfoot alien extraterrestrial uh, encounters all the time all the time are you being serious all or are you messing with me being serious or are you messing with me no, i'm being dead serious so so last year i went to this convention called the piedmont alien or the piedmont ufo and alien convention and um it's in piedmont missouri it's a town that has one bar and a funeral home that's about it that's all you need right and they have this, <laughs> that's all you need and they have um, this convention because in that area, that's where the most UFO abductions have been reported. So they have people who claim they've been abducted by aliens come in and talk about their experiences. And one of the common things is amongst them all is they feel like aliens know and can kind of find people who want to have experiences. Oh. And I am one of those people that's like, when I'm in when I'm in New Orleans, I'm walking down the street going vampires. Like I'm here. Just Where asking are you? for it. Just asking. You know, for or like it. when I'm in the cemetery, I'm like ghost. You're here. Show me a sign. So I think like I kind of call it upon me. So I, you know, I I have had quite a few experiences over uh, the years. That's I because you know sometimes people like to have a gas at that. Maybe you go to that convention to you know have a laugh and and, and poke fun at the hill people that. Uh, <laughs> Supposedly got abducted. Yeah. At that, like, I tell yeah. you, tell you what, I was just sitting in my trailer, and all of a sudden, f- sucked me right up into a spaceship. And yes. like, but you, yes. you're in it. You are legit with it. You are legit with it. I like it. It's honestly it was a lot of camouflage, a lot of camouflage <laughs> overall happening at this convention. And one of the biggest people they talk about was the, the kind of uh, purveyor of this convention is Bucky Nelson, and he said he was abducted over a span of forty years with his dog, taken to multiple planets. <laughs> All the time. They came back to him all the time. And you're listening to it, and you're like, I kind of believe him. (laughs) His conviction is really like, I believe him. I don't deny it. I love it. I love it. All right, last one, and then I'll let you get back to your alien hunts or your ghost hunters. Uh, Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? One horse-sized duck. No, 100 horse-sized ducks. Uh, uh, Duck-sized horses, yes. Yes. Yeah, I think a hundred duck-sized horses. I think that maybe that's more manageable. 
I mean, either way, yeah, it's going to be a I good fight. Not. Yeah. But uh, I, I think you could hold your own either way. Either think, way, it's weird. Yeah, either way, it's weird. Either way, it's either weird. Way it's weird. <laughs> that's, that's something maybe the aliens will have you do. They'll put you in a ring in an arena, and, and uh, you have to fight them off. I like it. Who knows? <laughs> I don't. Nothing would surprise me at this point. I love it. Ash, thank you for humoring me. More importantly, thank you for chatting new music again. Half Black Heart, March 1st, yeah. New Year's Day. Uh, super excited for you guys, and it's it's always great hearing from you. Thank you so much. As always, thank you so much for your support, because without you, um, no one would give a crap about us. So thank you so much for being so supportive. Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO. You can try